this world, we don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then. See it all as clearly as God sees us. Knowing Him directly just as He knows us. But for right now, until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us towards that consummation. Trust steadily in God, number one. Two, hope unswervingly. Three, love extravagantly. And the best of these three is love. There's three things. Three things here. Trust steadily in God. These are our responsibilities. These are the things that we should be about and when we do these things, they're everlasting, they will stand, they will give us the foundation that God wants us so much to have. Do these th three things. I charge you today, whoever's hearing this, whenever you're hearing this, do these three things. Trust steadily in God. Don't let go of your trust. Hope unswervingly. Don't, don't hope today and not tomorrow and then again and then not. No, let your hope be pure. Hope unswervingly. And love each other and the world and God extravagantly. We do those things, our foundation will be solid. And while you're thinking about that, I want you to hear this testimony too of hope. A testimony of hope. So I don't know how many of y'all know what happened to me a month ago, but uh, I was at work, and I do construction, and I was in the middle of going from the scaffold to the roof, and the scaffold fell, and I dropped seven feet and straddled the rail while I broke my pelvis in four spots, pulled my urethra out of my bladder, um, had a half surgery that week to try to align it up. The doctors were telling me, you know, it would be six months before they can reattach everything, and I'll have to go to Duke University for organ reattachment. And told me I pretty much would be walking with a walker for a couple months because of the broken pelvis and everything. Well, came home, was laying around, and got really depressed because you know you you don't realize how much you're going to need help until you know the reality hits. And you know that week had been a rough week for. Me and my family, beginning with uh, that Monday, I had a migraine and missed work. And then Wednesday, we had a tree fall, and it fell the way it fell between two houses, missed the power lines 20 seconds later, earlier. And my wife was on the way to church. She would have been pulling out of the garage and would have been crushed by the tree. Um, the tree actually fell a couple inches from her feet while she was putting stuff in the car. Um, I took that Thursday off to clear out behind the garage just in case she had an emergency with her newborn to be able to get to the hospital or wherever she needed to go. Well, then it turned out Friday when I went back to work, I was the emergency she was going to have to get out, get out for. Um, I was airlifted to CMC Maine as a priority one. I had uh, doctors tell me, you know, nobody could really give you a straightforward answer because of all the damage and everything was done. But as I was laying in the bed and Brian Nicole came, Brian told him, told me that uh, God had told him that it gave him two words that was going to be quick and miraculous. And, you know, I'll come home and the physical therapist came out that Friday and the nurse came out and was doing evaluations and the physical therapist was telling me, you know, we just want to start out small and 
when somebody tells you, you know, you, it's going to be a while before you can really get up and walk again, it's, it's hard to, to stay positive. But in that aspect, I look back and, you know, the devil tried to get us all that week, and every time he did, God was there to stop it. So that gives you faith, you know, that there's nothing that can come against you when he's for you. And then with that comes love. As I haven't lived here long, I don't know that many people here, and I've had people stop by that I've never met before, that God's led them to come see me. And that gives me hope. Because when you look at the news and you see everything going on and then you have people that you've never met before stop by your house just to check on you and tell you that they've been praying for you and give you, you know, $20 here, you know, or bring you dinner. It lets you have hope for humanity when the world's telling you that there is none. So with that, then the love that I've had, I've loved my wife, but through all this, our love's going stronger our daughter, everything. I, the things that I've missed while I've been at work, I've got, we got to be a part of. So it's made my faith stronger. It's made my love stronger for not just my family, but for my church and for God. And then my hope, every time, because it's been a month almost, and Workman's Comp hasn't let me know anything, but every time we've gotten down to the bottom dollar, Somebody just came by and put us right back to where we needed to be. My wife had been stressing, and I've been telling her, you know, God, God's protected this far and blessed us this much. He's not just going to abandon us. And last week, we had literally got down to where we had $8 in our pocket for groceries. And a lady from my work stopped by, and they had done a fundraiser at my work and handled us $400. So we were actually able, the same day that... We had looked and seen that, and my wife had started to lose hope, and God refused to let us lose hope. It's I like to look at it as I've had people from work that worked for me that were nice people, but when you look at them, you just don't see God in them. And one of the guys that worked for me, I've been following him on Facebook, and he started going to church. And he's been messaging me, you know, once a week, you know, telling me that he's praying for me and everything. So then that builds your hope up even more that out of my tragedy, I'm bringing life into somebody else through God. And the thing is, everybody's telling me, you know, I can't believe you're healing that fast. And that's why I keep telling my nurses and physical therapists, it's, I'm not healing. I've got a God that's healing me, you know. So it's just, it's one of those things like you can't, you can't lose faith. Because if you lose faith, then you lose your love. And if you lose your love, you lose your hope. And when you do that, that's when he's really going to hit you. And I thank God that I come to this church and I have the relationship I do with Brian and Nicole. Because that week would have been the week that it would have been really easy just to fall out and lose everything. The family I got here is the ones that helped me keep that faith and keep that love, which helped me give my hope. And now there's no way 
then anybody can tell me that God doesn't exist. Because if they do, they can, I've got, I've got a long story, and I've got plenty of pictures and documentation to show them. Because when you go to the doctors, and they're sitting there looking at you like, well, I can't believe you're doing this. It's, it's fun to watch doctors question their own opinions. So. Thank you. And so, how long did they say you'd be on the walker? Months. At least two. Yeah. You used the walker for how many weeks? Two and a half weeks. Quick and miraculous in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, no matter what we see or what we feel, that's just the power of God. And do you think that God loves Paul more then he loves you. That, that's not capable. It's not possible for him to not desire the same things, the same hope, the same life, the same power. He wants every single one of us to receive that power, that love, and that hope.